This episode of In the Word on the Go is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB strives to be both accurate and readable, with the goal of more people reading the Bible every day. I like it because whether you've grown up around the Bible or not, you can use it for deep study or for daily reading. To learn more, visit csbible.com. This is In the Word on the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm glad to welcome Deepak Reju. Deepak serves as the pastor of biblical counseling and families at Capitol Hill Baptist Church in Washington, D.C., as well as serving on the board of directors of the Biblical Counseling Coalition. Deepak's also the author of several books and articles, including a new series of devotionals published by P&R, which deal with everyday struggles, struggles like contentment, grief, anger, forgiveness. I hope you'll check out this series as they come out. Deepak, it's great to have you with us. Glad to be here, Jim. So Deepak, what verse do you have to share with us today? 2 Kings 5, 2-3. It says, Now the Syrians on one of their raids had carried off a little girl from the land of Israel, and she worked in the service of Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, Would that my lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. So, Deepak, I have to tell you right at the beginning that no one has taken this verse yet. <laughs> sure, which is partly why I picked it. Oh, I love it. I look forward to hearing what you have to say about it. So, if you were to put this verse in your own words, what would you say? Okay, here, here's my version of it. It's, the Syrian army ripped this girl from her homeland and brought her to be a servant and a slave of Naaman's wife, Miss Naaman. But she has faith in God, and she tells Naaman's wife that there is a prophet, there is a God who can actually heal Naaman, her master. Okay, so this verse, it's not the verse maybe someone would have expected to listen to when they turned on the podcast, Mm -hmm. but it's a favorite verse for you. Mm -hmm. I'd like to know why. What's the story here? Yeah, I mean, so here's my life is filled with spending, as I'm going to do today, most of my day, sitting across from people who are suffering we're struggling, we're just bearing up under hard things. And yet, every time a person struggles, they're just not really sure why they have to go through this. Hmm. Like, what are God's eternal purposes? What's even the point of suffering? Uh, And this, I I think this little uh, section of God's word is a part of a, a one person's story. It's actually a nameless girl. We, we never even find out her name, and yet God uses this one person's difficulties and suffering to bring uh, a pagan to faith in Christ. That's the actually main point of uh, 2 Kings 5. Naaman is not healed, which is what most of the children's book Bibles talk about. Hmm. What they leave out at the end is because of this girl. He comes to faith in Christ. She holds the information that's key to not just his healing, but and eventually his conversion. So I want to read this again. 
But before I do that, what do we need to know? Any kind of background or context to set up this verse one more time? Yeah. So the, I mean, the larger context is Second Kings, which is um, actually really a, a hard book to read because it's about the the high and lows of the the kings of Israel and Judah, and there are so many wicked kings. But Second Kings points to the failure of human leadership, uh, a failure of human kings, and, and that God ultimately has to be our rescuer. Um, but in this particular story, the, the, the first verse that comes uh, right before the two verses we read, verse 1, sets up the context. It said, now Naaman was a commander of the army of the king of Syria. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. So even when it seems like the Lord is absent from the big picture of history, what we know for sure is that he's definitely involved in the micro pictures in all of the lives individually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, very very much so. Like here you have Naaman, he's the great commander of all the Syrian army, and he's described as this great soldier, this man of high regard, this man of valor, and yet it says that God used him to bring victories, yet that end of that verse, verse 1, after all of these accolades, you, you hear this thud, but he had leprosy. And so we're going to pick up right there. This is Second Kings chapter 5. I'm reading verses 2 and 3 out of the Christian Standard Bible. Aram had gone on raids and brought back from the land of Israel a young girl who served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master were with the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his skin disease. So Deepak, what do these verses teach us about what our God is like? Yeah, I think it teaches us that God delivers, that he is the great uh, deliverer of us. So he uses personal tragedy, like the personal tragedy of this nameless girl, hmm. to sovereignly bring hope to a prideful pagan military commander. That, that, that's the headline of these two verses, plus the, the whole chapter. What you learn is that this is the way God works, that he uses the least, the most common the lowly, the fools of this world, to actually shame the wise and the strong and the powerful, right? And and to actually show that he's in charge. But we also know that God's involved in the intimate details of our life, and and, and involved in the the course of history, because verse one, it's it's actually the Lord that brought victory to all the armies of Syria. And then verse 2, it's the Lord who brought this girl out of Israel into captivity, but he, he orchestrates history. I mean, he orchestrated this girl going from Syria, and this girl probably came from a remnant, faithful family in Israel. Right. But, but she was probably ripped out of the—because the text doesn't tell us about her family. It just tells that she was taken to mm. Syria and then made a servant of Naaman's wife. And this isn't just the story of her life. By extension, this is the story of all of our lives. The Lord is involved like this for each of us. Yes. Well, like in any moment of tragedy or suffering or difficulty, you always ask, why God? Like, mm. wh why are you doing this to me? And what I wish is we could stand in glory right now, pull back the curtain 
and see all God's eternal purposes for what he's doing hmm. um, in our situations. And we know, Romans 8, 28, that God works for the good of all those who love him. We just don't always see, earthly speaking, humanly speaking, what he's actually doing right now and what are those eternal purposes. But this little story tells us, I mean, because what we find at the end of 2 Kings 5 is that, that Naaman is converted and it all started with the information that this little girl provided, and she gave it because she actually believed there is a God who can heal him. You know, it's like I've heard said that if we had all the facts about life and this world, we had what God's perspective on all the details, we would make the same decisions about our lives as he does. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to put it. If, if I knew everything that God knew, I would just view the whole thing differently. But from right. my tiny vantage point, from my little sliver of this world, I look at it and I, I scream and I have a hissy fit because God is just not giving me what I want or this is not going the way I want it to go. Right. Uh, so you, you put yourself in the position of that little girl, gosh, I mean, she was probably ripped from her family. She was probably living a very difficult life. And yet what the, the, the narrator tells us is about her faith in God and even her compassion for Naaman, the commander. Right. So this verse does for this story what we can't do for ourselves. It's pulling back that curtain and letting us see what the Lord is doing. Yeah. And hopefully then by extension, right, we're also then living by faith that God is doing similar things in our lives, yeah. even in painful situations. Would you just pray these verses for our listeners as we close today? Yeah, let's do that. Lord, we, we, we know that each one of us, when we struggle with things, can often question you and ask, why, Lord? Why, why would you do this to us? Yet we know that you are sovereign over every aspect of our life. You care for nations, and, and rulers and commanders, and you care for little girls. Uh, you, but you, you have eternal good purposes behind all of this. So pray, Lord, that you help us to have faith, help us to have trust in you, that you, you are working for our good. We pray in your son's name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.